the reward is really in the journey, not in any sort of outcome or success. I think success is by staying committed to the practice and um, we're stuck between four walls, but you know, that's not the limitation. The limitation is how you perceive being in those four walls. Hello everyone, welcome to Radically Loved Radio. I wanted to create a place where people can go to to get inspired, get motivated, or find some clarity and get tools to create a radically loved life. I will do my best to provide information on a variety of subjects, including yoga, holistic health, life coaching, spirituality, meditation, and overall mindful living. Each episode will bring you some of the world's best spiritual leaders, entrepreneurs, yoga teachers, coaches, along with some of my closest friends, and we will talk about their life experiences and journeys to create something more out of their lives and how they continue to grow to make that happen. Thanks for listening. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Radically Loved Radio. I am joined by a very special guest today. I've been so, so looking forward to speaking to him because he has had a hand in creating something so incredibly life-saving for me, especially during this time of crises. Uh, He is somebody that I find to be extremely empowering, inspiring, and somebody who I look to for discipline and perseverance, especially when it comes to his posts on Instagram. I follow. Uh, So everybody, let's welcome Cam Speck to the show. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate that. Well, thank you. I uh, I really hope I can live up to that very warm and thoughtful introduction. Oh, that's uh, you. You already you are you already are. So, um, people have already perhaps heard my introduction and know who you are and what you do. Um, you know, I I really find that people like yourself who have this like unwavering discipline to achieving something it's like I find it akin to Olympic athletes you know like this dedication and I saw this talk where you were talking about how when you and your partner decided to create fit plan app and how you guys were reaching out to people and like how nobody really knew what you guys were doing and it was kind of a hard sell in the beginning and to me those kinds of stories just really show the type of character that you are, right? And not in the, not in the way I, I know, and I'm curious to hear what your feedback is and not in the way of being salesy, but just in the way of actually believing in a mission because you have a sole purpose and you have something that you're truly passionate about. So you can talk about whatever you want, but that, that's mostly what struck me about you. And I was like, wow, this, this man is awesome like he's so inspiring and i i love what he's doing and he you can you can always tell like i always know when people are speaking and working from the heart so i appreciate that and thank you for being on the show again oh thank you so much yeah i appreciate that i mean like for me um i grew up uh a skinny sort of insecure boy um you know my my parents uh split up at a young age and i was kind of just trying to find my own way my dad was working several different jobs to keep me in hockey um, sports was, was the one thing I really latched onto as a, as a kid. It allowed me to just feel, um, some sort of happiness and joy and a part of some sort of tribe. I didn't have many friends in high school or junior high or growing up in school. So being a part of a, 
uh, team really allowed me to feel this connection with tribe. And uh, so, you know, I continued through my, my sports journey as a, as a young kid and as a teen and hockey was my go-to sport. And uh, I suffered an injury um, in my late teens, which kind of ended my hockey career. And I went down this like path of depression. I was attached to this label of being a hockey player and, and fulfilling my dream of being in the NHL. And I kind of neglected um, academics in school. And, you know, I would, I would there, was, there were several ab- absences in my classes because I was so focused on sports and hockey and figured that that would be my path. So I didn't really have to dig into learning everything about, you know, what we were, what we were taught in school. And uh, once hockey was taken away, I, I, you know, I felt this sense of like, no value, no worth, what am I going to do? Um, and kind of like starting over and I didn't know where to start. And uh, at this time of depression, a friend of mine, you know, he said, man, get yourself into the gym. I know you're athletic and, and you train for sports, but now it's time to train for yourself. And I got into the gym and I started to exercise and I completely changed my perspective and the lens in which I seen the world and the lens in which I see myself. And I started to realize that I'm in control. I get to choose how I feel and what I do on a daily basis. And I chose to do things on a daily basis that gave me this sense of joy and sense of happiness. And that was fitness. And as I kind of progressed through uh, my fitness journey, um, it allowed me to really perform better at anything I did. It allowed me the mental clarity. Uh, it allowed me the, the health and happiness to achieve goals. And I started, it's so funny, I started setting little goals in the gym, you know, like completing a 30-minute workout and, and lifting this amount of weight or doing this amount of uh, routine or whatnot. And those started to translate into goals I would set outside of gym. Um, in terms of my career, when I when I first started in the hospitality space, I moved up a, at an extremely rapid rate and bypassed pretty much anybody that was standing in my way in terms of promotions and and, and earning their jobs. Um, and people were always asking, like, "Man, what is your like secret yeah. magic pill? Why do you have this like contagious enthusiasm and just this positive energy? And and like, how are you, you know, really acquiring all this success and I said, I set a foundation on a daily basis that takes care of my body, mind, and soul. And I do that before I do anything else. And that allows me to show up uh, as my best self. And so people started to ask, like, hey, can you help me with my fitness and health? And that's where it all began. And I started just helping people out of the kindness of my own heart um, just because I knew how it changed my life. So I wanted to be able to give that same gift to other people. Um, You know, during sort of that time, I was living with my business partner, Landon, and he was running an app agency. He was uh, developing apps for music festivals and bars and all that sort of stuff. And he was very creative in the technical side of stuff. And, uh, you know, I was at the kitchen table drawing out workout plans and meal plans for people uh, at all hours of the evening. And he's like, man, there's gotta be a better way. Have you looked into, you know, a piece of software or the app store to help scale this? Um, So I did some research, looked in, and there wasn't a lot at the time. This is in 2011. So it gave us the opportunity to create a solution that would help people just like it had helped us in the beginning. So that's kind of where it all began. That is such an incredible story. And I love that you're on the kitchen table writing meal plans. And and I'm like, did you know that the Fit Plan app is structured like that too? Like, I think 
it's structured in a way where you can incrementally add stuff to it, right? Like you do the workout that you can do and it's designed to meet you where you are. Um, so I really like that. And now I want to come back to that, but, um, I love the inception story of this because everything that you said about your own sheer will and dedication, I'm always so inspired and fascinated by people that could do that. Like that enthusiasm and how you're just like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to keep going and I'm going to like, you know, get promoted and just, you know, like be at the highest level of my job as I possibly can. I'm always like, where does that come from? Mm -hmm. And then I think to you as as a younger boy you know and going through these transitions or you know growing up in a divorce household as as did i you know i think that it really does something to your ability to overcome certain obstacles how do you what do you think about that do you think that that has anything to do i mean i definitely want to talk about the other stuff but i'm just curious what your thoughts are on mm -hmm. that yeah, I really do. I think like, you know, for me, when I sort of got into fitness and when, when hockey ended, I felt it, I felt like a disappointment because I wasn't an A student by any means, um, but I was a really good hockey player and I worked very, very hard. Like I was in the driveway practicing until I had to go to bed every single night. Like I was just so attached to being a great hockey player. And when that was taken away, I felt like a disappointment, especially to my parents that had worked so hard to keep me in hockey and do everything they possibly could to make sure, you know, I was playing at a high level. I had the right equipment and all that sort of stuff. And when that was taken away, I felt like a disappointment. So um, I, when I finally got this sense of like, okay, I can now do something of value to help other people. It gave me this, like this path to run down. It was so fulfilling and I figured that this is a really great way that I could make my parents proud. So it was like, it came from this almost this avoidance of not, um, you know, knowing what to do, but also this passion about doing something that had helped me that could help other people. And as it started to, you know, as, as, as FitPlan started to help people, it was just my driving force. And it's like, so it's, it's so interesting. Like now, like I'm just fueled by the notion of helping others being in service. And it's like the only thing that makes me as happy as I can be. There's nothing else that can make me feel the sense of joy and value for myself by helping other people. And I really think that's where it comes from. That's where it stems from. Oh, I love that. I love that so much. And it, and you can see it and feel it. So I'm curious before starting the app your journey on creating a, a business like had you had experience before or it was this like your first venture in being an entrepreneur yeah so in you know in the in the hospitality space I ran um, bars and restaurants um, but never had started anything on my own with my own vision I was fulfilling somebody else's vision yeah Doing a really good job at that but it was now time to really you know, fulfill a vision that I had. And I had zero experience. I was very like on the other end when it came to technology. Um, obviously working in the hospitality space, I was really good at in-person communication and, you know, really uh, facilitating great culture um, by caring about people. Uh, but when it came to like the technical side of stuff, I was not the, the guy. 
And that didn't stop me from trying to create something I had no idea about. I knew that the goal was to help as many possible people around the world live a better life through health and fitness. And that goal and that vision and that passion behind that vision just made everything easier to overcome. Like the challenges don't get easier as you go you know, down the business journey, but the way in which you manage those challenges um, are, are different and you become mm. a lot better at managing those challenges along the way. And as you manage those challenges and you're able to hold a little bit more on your shoulders, uh, you're able to take on a little bit more in the right ways. And, you know, I think like just always pushing forward no matter what and being gentle with myself at times and not, you know, um, wanting too, too much, really appreciating what we have built and what, you know, I've been able to accomplish coming from a guy that had very little education, no technical background to building, you know, a company that's helping millions of people around the world. Um, I, I, I am, I'm, I'm proud of that, you know? And, yeah. and uh, it was, you know, I, I always thought I want to make my parents proud. I want to make my parents proud. And, and, and that is definitely something um, I wanted to do. And, 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 and I have now, but it was, I think I was just trying to make myself proud. And the byproduct of making myself proud was making those around me proud because at the end of the day, I just feel like they, anybody around you, especially parents, just want you to be happy. Everybody listening to this is just swooning over that. That's like the sweetest thing ever to be able to have that be your purpose, your goal, you know, is just to be of service. And I feel like it really come, comes through just in the community that you've built, you know, the, the, value that you continue to put out into the world. And it's so interesting as you're talking about it, I'm like, oh, this is so metaphorical to lifting weights or being disciplined. You know, you have that same drive. And I feel like that's why fitness, so movement is part of the mind, body, and spirit connection, right? So for me, you take yoga, for example, yoga, the root word yoga is yug or yuj, which is to yoke or it's the union. It's the union of mind, body, and spirit. That's what yoga is. So a lot of the times people think, oh, yoga is just movement, but it's actually a combination of all of it. We need the body. We need the mind. We need a bigger energetic force. And I, I feel like for a lot of people that are into fitness, I'm always so inspired by them because I've always aspired to you know, I'll like watch fit girl Mel or something. And I'll be like, Oh, I want to work out like that. I want to be able to do that. And, uh, and it's something to aspire to, because to me, it's not the, it's not the aesthetic, right? The aesthetic is fine. It's nice. You know, if you have the right diet, the right time, you know, the right discipline, you can achieve the aesthetic, but I think it's just the drive. And, and I feel like a lot of the trainers that you guys work with, have that same, that same, that's like the thorough line I've found. And I think that that's, you, you can't transmit what you don't have. Mm. Right. And I feel like with what you do, I think it's, it's very, even in the world we are today, it's still very rare. And that was one of the main reasons why I wanted to have you on the show, because I, I feel like there's, we have to just bring so much more attention, especially right now, obviously, or not obviously, depending on where you're listening to this, but we're in the middle of a lockdown right now. And both Cam and I are in California, in Southern California, right? Yeah. And um, 
we have to, we're in a state right now where it's the grand equalizer. We have to come together. And I feel like the more we, we approach our daily life from a heart centered place with love and care, it's going to create a more sustainable life. And I think that it just goes with everything that you're saying about your driving force and why you wanted to do this, why you wanted to create this. So thank you is really what I'm saying. All that is just to say, thank you. What is right now? Like what, what is currently inspiring you and your own personal journey? And like, what does that look like for you? I know that you spend a lot of time thinking about other people. What are you, what are you doing right now for yourself during this time? And and what is your big inspiration that you're focusing on at the moment? Yeah, I think like, you know, now more than ever, um, I really feel like, uh, taking time to understand yourself is super important. And, you know, right now I've been on a self mastery personal development journey for seven and a half years. It was just something that I just wanted to be the best possible person I could. And that will continue forever. I think the reward is really in the journey, not in any sort of outcome or success. I think success is by staying committed to the practice and, And that's really what I'm focusing on right now is just deepening my practice around meditation, around journaling, around expression, um, which I think is very important. Um, We're stuck between four walls, but you know, that's not the limitation. The limitation is how you perceive being in those four walls, what you can't or can't do or what you choose to focus your attention on. I learned how to moonwalk. I learned how to do salsa dancing. I've learned, you know what I mean? I got back into guitar. Like I'm doing expressive stuff that comes through me. But, you know, the main thing for anybody listening is, is get committed to a routine, but be very gentle about how you feel about that routine. So if you miss something, don't beat yourself up because we you know, need to be loving more than ever right now to ourselves that, so that we can help love others. And I think like, you know, the gentler we are with ourselves is great. That doesn't mean just be comfortable being comfortable. It means give yourself the opportunity to love yourself more than ever before, just because you're you. And just because you are trying to do your best, we're all here just trying to do our best. We all want the same outcome. It's like, like holistically, we all want to be happy. We all want to connect with a community of like-minded people that make us feel great about ourselves. We all want this sense of, you know, uh, self-love and self-acceptance so that we can love and accept other people around us. And the best way to do it is to do it together. So a long way winded, uh, yeah, long winded way of saying, you know, get committed to a routine. And I think like myself, I've generated a level of success by being committed to a routine and being disciplined with that routine, but also knowing that if I fall off of that routine, be gentle with myself because the gentler I am, the faster I'll get back on it. Oh, I love that. What, so that, that's such a great, uh, it's such a great cue. And I'm curious for you if, and when you do have those moments of, I don't feel like working out today, or I don't feel like my energy is full right now, or you're feeling lethargic, or you just want to sit and eat a whole bag of Chicago mix popcorn and watch TV all day. Not that I've done that. Um, just kidding. I do that more often than I should probably, but like, what, what do you do? Do you, number one, do you ever have those moments? And when you do, like, how do you pull yourself out of it? You know what? I, I do have those moments and I have them often. 
Um, you know, it's, it's, and I, here's what I focus on. It's not, I don't want to focus on not having less of those moments because I really feel like mastery within those moments is how you interact with those moments and the narrative you have around those moments and what you tell yourself around those moments. So if you just ate a bag of chips and you tell yourself, oh, I shouldn't have done that. I'm going to get fat, blah, 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 blah. And you go through this self-sabotaging narrative. You know what I mean? That's the part that is disabling you. Now, if you go through having a bag of chips and I'm like, ah, you know what? I probably shouldn't have done that. It's all good. I've got tomorrow. I've got the rest of my life to not eat chips if I don't choose to, but I chose to eat those chips and I'm committed to the decision I just made. I'm okay with it. So that's the part I play with often is like the narrative and conversation I have with myself around those moments. So, you know, it's, and, and it's so interesting. The more generous and the more loving you are to yourself, the less you'll have those moments. Mm. You have those moments more when you resist those moments. So, you know, like uh, often this weekend, uh, it was my girlfriend's birthday and we like, we, we had some drinks, we were drinking this, although it's like this really incredible cider um, that's made from cold pressed juice and it's got all these incredible ingredients and stuff like that. But like, you know, and, and we, uh, we, um, we had some good food and like not once did I get upset at myself. I didn't work out all weekend. Um, you know, I've worked out, I, I'm consistently moving my body, but mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm, I'm doing it in different ways. You know, I'm 13 and a half years. I get up and go to the gym every morning. That's my routine. And clearly not doing that. My gym <laughs> right. is my living room. And I took this opportunity to say, okay, well, you're not going to the gym. So instead of trying to, you know, have that same routine of going to the gym and try to recreate that in your own living room, what other form of movement can you engage in that's going to help and, 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 and be like fulfilling throughout this process. So I've been doing way more yoga, way more body weight movements. I've been doing way more breathing practices. Mm. I've been doing, you know, way more just mobility and functional band stuff. Like I've been doing a different style of training, which creates this sense of new and the sense of like different progress um, and the sense of learning. And it's, it, it's about adapting to the situation we're in. And that level of adaption is, is, is what is going to make us come out of this, I call it an initiation, oh. feeling completely different. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. I've not heard of anybody call it. And that's exactly what it is. You know, I keep saying this to my students uh, and I, I posted about this on, on Instagram a couple of weeks ago where I said, the world is changing and thank goodness it's time for us to become a more. It's time for us to become what we've been practicing for. Like we've been practicing our entire life for this, our entire adult life, all the yoga, all the, the physical movement, breathing, all of the things, all the self-development, everything we've been doing, we've been practicing for this moment, right? This is the moment where we can integrate and become what it is and, and who we are, right? Totally. I think that's fascinating. Absolutely. It's, it's interesting. And I think like spending more time focusing on that stuff and you know, that's goes back to what I said about deepening my practice. I've spent more time in meditation, more time journaling, more time, just like expressively exploring my mind. Mm. 
and how my body feels when I think about different things. And you know, that like, it allows us to uncover the things that truly matter. Like what truly makes you happy? Or is it this facade or this manufactured idea or reality you have in your mind that you think will make you happy? But what if you never get there is kind of what I'm saying. Like what are the moments and the pieces you can influence your joy and happiness on a daily basis? What are those few things that you're constantly doing? That's where I think like a routine and being disciplined to the routine is so important. It's like what few things in a daily basis are you doing to create joy, happiness in your life? And if those things, the things that make you joyful and happy are providing value to other people, that's you win. <laughs> yeah, it's like a win-win. Oh, that's so good. This episode is brought to you by Noom. What does being healthy actually mean? What does being healthy actually look like for you? It's not about getting into shape. It's not about losing a specific amount of weight. It's rarely ever about the number on a scale. In my experience, it's about building healthier habits. It's about feeling good about yourself, about practicing self-care. And it's different for everybody. So what are your non-scale health goals? Through this quarantine, I've been using the Noom app and I've learned so much about my own habits and I've really learned about my own ability to make better choices. I've learned to understand my own thought patterns better and it's created a stronger sense of self-worth. It's created a easier ability to change my mood quicker and to feel less stressed and to feel less anxious. Noom is based in a psychology that teaches you why you do the things that you do. And it's a tool for empowerment. It allows you to feel empowered learning tools that you need in order to break bad habits and replace them with better ones. This isn't a diet. It's a healthy, easy to stick to way of life. No food is quote unquote good or bad or off limits. Noom teaches moderation and how it can be used in conjunction with many pre-existing popular diets if you want. If you're vegan, if you're a vegetarian, if you are paleo, Noom is one of the biggest and most accurate food databases available and it allows you to track habits and meals in a way that it allows you to not only track what you're eating but also learn about it. You're human. I'm human, you're human. We all go off track. There's no shaming. There's just tips on how to get you back on track tomorrow. There's an incredible community of coaches and goal specialists. You can chat with your goal specialists and your Noom community to get you the help that you need that are all going through the same thing. You don't have to change it all in one day. Small steps make big progress. So sign up for your trial today at Noom, that's N-O-O-M dot com forward slash loved. What do you have to lose? Go to Noom.com forward slash loved. You can start your trial today. That's N-O-O-M dot com forward slash loved. And now back to our show. You know, I, I think about that often because in particular happiness, because I mean, for example, for you, like think of something that you thought 
or you knew would make you happy 10 years ago, would that still be the same today? Right. Okay. Or five years ago. You know, I think about that. I, I ask myself this because, you know, in the moment where you're like, oh, I would really be happy when, or the day that this happens, I'll really be, then I'll be happy. Mm-hmm. Or I really want, you know, whatever is something you want to have happen or a person or a relationship you want into your, in your life. 10 years, you think about 10 years ago and I'm like, I don't want anything that I wanted 10 years ago. I, I'm glad I didn't get it, you know? So I, I love that you're speaking to that in a sense. I'm, I'm curious for you if, if that's the same. It is. I mean, like the only thing certain in this world is change. Like there's, they're like, we are very certain that we are constantly evolving, constantly, constantly changing. We will never live the same moment twice. It's so important to understand that. Like, and if you're, if you're constantly trying to put your happiness on fast forward, you'll never be happy because it's always like, it's always on fast forward. It's always, if this, when this, if this, when that, instead of I choose to be happy right now, therefore that will manifest more happiness instead of I choose to put my focus on something, some sort of outcome or event that will provide happiness because that outcome and event that you're looking for, you'll just always look for another outcome and an event to make you happy. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. I guess this is apropos to a question I was, I was going to ask you earlier, but we, I got sidetracked in my mind. You said that you've been on, on this process of self-development and, and to me, it's, it's very apparent that you've done some self-work because of just the energy that you have and the way that you speak. I'm like, oh, this is somebody who's excavated a lot <laughs> and like gone in and taken to taken the trash out. So I'm curious in that process, what has been the most challenging thing for you to resolve? I think like, you know, for me, and it's still uh, uh, an ongoing journey. I think the journey is, is, is never ending. Um, I think the, the biggest thing is just, um, you know, fundamental insecurities around being enough. You know, like it's, it's in this world. Am I, am I, am I, am I being enough for those around me? Am I being enough for myself? And it's that, I guess that, that dance between um, fear and love, you know, having that like sense of fear. Am I, am I, am I smart enough? Am I, you know, am I an imposter running a company that is like, like it's a big company and it's, it's a lot of people are looking up to the success of this business to help them individually, you know, and I toy with that idea is, am I the right person for this? You know? So Mm -hmm. I believe that's been the hardest challenge among my journey is just accepting that I am enough. Mm, That's so, this is like the main thing that I think just us as individuals struggle with, right? Like this imposter syndrome, like I, I still have, even now, you know, like even now in my career where I am, what I've done, and I certify people to become teachers, like, you know, I've got this platform and I'm still like, wait, are I, is this right? Like, am I really, am I really here? Like, who am I to be saying this or giving this person advice? Like who, who am I? And, and, you know, and I think that that, you know, it's twofold, I think, because part of that is just me keeping myself grounded and forever being a student. I never, ever want to be the person that 
has this hierarchy belief where what I say goes and I already did the work, so I've got it all figured out. It's like run the other way, right? Run the opposite direction. The minute somebody says that they have it figured out, go, go the other way. But I will forever, you know, be a student. And I think that it's just playing with that humble sense of staying grounded and rooted in what is truth and who and the magnificence of who and what you really are, but also um, have the desire to grow and to question things and to be able to make mistakes. Like so many of us, we, we're afraid, you know, that's why, that's another reason why I, I'm, I admire what you do because it's, it's scary to start a business. Like, you know, it's, it's really scary. Like I wanted to just teach yoga. Like I didn't have any intentions of having my own yoga school or starting a business. Like I had no intention and it happened and I'm doing my best, but you know, people like you that are like, okay, I'm going to do this business and you're just going to jump in. It's scary. Right. And, and I'm, I'm curious for you, like, I already know what you're going to say, but I'm curious for you when you do encounter that fear, like what is the, what is just like the internal process you have with the food? Like what is the internal process to the negative narrative that might come in during a time of questioning your ability? Yeah, it's a, such a great question. And it's, it's, it's something that I constantly work through. And you know, what I've really learned through experience is that anytime this fear or this, this, this um, self-judgment emerges, instead of avoiding it, instead of avoiding that fear or, or that self-judgment uh, and just creating a sense of avoidance, I sit with it and understand what the root cause of that fear is. Where is that stemming from? Is that stemming from somebody else's energy I picked up along the way? Is this stemming from... Uh, a childhood trauma? Is it stemming from something that happened to my mother when she was a younger mm. kid or my father? Where's this stemming from? And it gives me the ability to take ownership of how I feel, but not take ownership of the energy that isn't serving me and gives me the permission to let that negative energy go and just accept it. Be like, oh, that's all good. I, I appreciate you, young ego. I appreciate you. You're, you're a beautiful, compelling part of my journey, but I'm going to handle this one on my own. You know? So I think those tools to be able to just like sit there and process like, where is this fear coming from? Because this fear doesn't belong to me and it doesn't serve me moving forward. Yeah. Oh, that's... I, I'm in. I like the gentleness. You know, it's funny. I went to a like self-development workshop a, co a couple of years ago and the person that was giving the talk, it, the whole um, summit, it was like a day long summit and it was all about fear. And I have a, I've done training on somatic psychology and teaching uh, people who have had PTSD yoga. Like I did a full like 200 hour training because I really wanted to learn how to work with people that have suffered trauma and it was one of the instructors that I did that training with that was leading this fear summit. And this person came up there and was like, you need to, you need to look that, that part of you in the face and you, you just need to wail on it. Like that, that part of you needs to just go away and you need to just destroy. And I'm just like, 
Oh my God. My little, I'm such a like kind hearted, like nurturing person. I'm like, I can't do that. And a lot of people just kind of looked at each other. And I don't know if it was just the shock value, uh, which by the way, that person no longer does uh, therapy, <laughs> no longer seeing people. Uh, and it was kind of like a thing. It kind of, there was pretty a public thing that happened. But to me, I'm just like, wow, that it, it just goes into trusting your intuition. And I feel like with what you're saying, it just seemed way more gentler to be able to have this conversation with that part of you that a lot of people see as a bad thing. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, the ego, you have to do away with the ego. And and it's like, this, it's still a part of us. You know, everything we have is there for a purpose. You know, God or the universe didn't say, oh, let's just, let's just add some extra ego in for this one. It's like, we are equipped with all of the tools that we need to fulfill our destiny, to fulfill our, our life's purpose and to be able to withstand whatever obstacle that we have. Right. So thank you for, for eloquently saying that. I like that. I'm going to, I'm going to have to replay that whole process. Yeah, no, I think it's important. And I think like what we should understand, like in life, I mean, pain is inevitable, but suffering is optional. And a lot of the times it's the resistance around what is that creates the suffering. Like when you're feeling like shit, like don't get mad at yourself for feeling like shit or don't like, don't like resist you feeling like shit. Like it's like you, your, your body is telling you something mm-hmm. and sit with that and be gentle with yourself. Um, I think that's the best form of, of recovery and moving Mm. forward. It's just listening. It's telling you something you need to hear. Wow. I love that so much. I want to be respectful of your time. I've got one more question for you and it's, it's more of advice, I think, for the people that are listening to this, uh, more likely than not, we're probably still going to be in quarantine when you're listening to this. So for the people, for the people at home who, you know, are just wanting to learn how to start their health and wellness journey, whether it's mindset or physical health or just even having a, an open mind that they could actually achieve something great. What are three things that that person can do today to start this process? Yeah, absolutely. I think like, I think number one is start your day with expressions of gratitude. Um, just simple enough, write down three things you're grateful for. It could be the comfy bed you slept in the night before. It could be um, the two feet in the heartbeat that you got. It could be, you know, the, the roof over your head, or it could be as simple as just, you know, being able to breathe air. Um, start with expressions of gratitude because that creates this sense of you already have things to be grateful for. You already have emotions and feelings to be grateful for. And then I always recommend movement. Um, moving the body and you can do any style of movement that works for you 
but this is biologic, biologically, uh, neurologically going to improve your mood. It's going to improve how your system operates. It's going to improve absolutely everything. It's going to improve your metabolism. It's going to improve everything. So starting with, even if it's 10, 15 minutes of movement in the morning, super, super important. And then uh, the next thing I'm gonna recommend is getting outside. I know that like we're in this pandemic and everyone, it, you know, stay home, stay home, stay home. I am very, very, very um, um, into that. And I'm being very respectful and compassionate towards other people that um, may be, you know, sick or, or um, you, be, like, but get outside, social distance. It doesn't mean you have to go with people, go by yourself. It's super important to get air and it's super important to get sun right now. We're around our screens more than ever. The 5G in our place is going to drive us insane. Get outside. So one, start your day with gratitude. Second, movement. Three, get outside. Yeah, I love that. And I love that you dropped the 5G in there. I know I totally get it. I go down the rabbit hole with all that and I'm like, oh, I need to, I'm, I'm constantly, I, I take 90 minute breaks if I'm working on the computer. So I have my timer goes off every 90 minutes and I do 10 or 15 minutes of just walking around. If I'm on my phone, I'm moving. So I do like a revolution around my backyard. Like if I'm checking Instagram, I'm moving. Like either I'm walking in a circle or I'm just like walking inside the house. But I think that that's, that's so important. You know, the mm -hmm. whole adage, uh, our issues are in our tissues. I talk about that all the time. I think it's important for us to be able to move that energy around because it could get really stagnant. So definitely, you're amazing. Thank you so much. So for the people that, before I ask you the final question, I guess there is one more, sure. um, before I ask you the final, final question, for the people that are listening to this podcast or watching the video on YouTube, where can they go for more information if they want to reach out to you? Where can they learn more? Yeah, so uh, you can follow me and hit me up on my Instagram. It's at CamSpec. Uh, and, you know, my whole page is dedicated to serving people through mind, body, soul. Um, so, you know, the three pillars I really lean into are... Um, movement, nutrition, and uh, mindfulness. So you'll find content for those three uh, pillars uh, to create a happy and fulfilling life. And then uh, my company Instagram page is at fitplanapp, um, fitplan underscore app. And we have, you know, 60 plus trainers that provide workouts for you to do at home or in the gym or wherever you are from super beginner level to advanced. Um, and there's so much variety there. You'll never get bored. And the ecosystem we have within, within FitPlan is just all about just, just moving a little bit more and getting a little bit better on a daily basis and doing it together. So those two, those two channels are, are probably the best spots. And you guys, do we, t do we have other languages available? We do. We do. We have Spanish. <laughs> that was seriously to me. I've done workouts in Spanish just because I'm like, isn't that so amazing? Again, this is one of the other reasons why I was just obsessed with the app. And then I did slide into Cam's DMs just so you know. So, and he responds to a lot of people. So if you want to reach out to him, definitely tell him how uh, Fit Plan is changing your life because that's what I did. Um, okay. Final question. Mm. I created this platform, this podcast as um, 
a way to cultivate a community to bring people together. And it's the idea that we are all radically loved and radically supported by God, universe, source, whatever higher power of your understanding that the universe works for us and not against us. So the final question to you is, how do you feel radically loved? Mm. I feel, you know what, like it's, it's, it's interesting you say that. I feel so abundantly loved from, you know, not just source, but every single person in this world. I feel like just so much abundantly loved. I get so many incredible people that, you know, communicate with me and tell me I'm inspiring and that I've helped their life. And there's countless success stories within our FitPlan ecosystem of, of, of people, you know, um, feeling confident in their own skin or getting the promotion they never thought they would get because they're now more confident in who they are and they feel this sense of sense of value. Uh, I think the biggest thing for me is, is, is doing what I need to do on a daily basis to love myself more gives permission to other people to abundantly love me more as well. I love that. Cam, you're the best. Thank you so much. And all of the, all of the links that Cam mentioned will be in the info button of this particular podcast. So if you're listening to this on Apple iTunes, just go to the info button and all of those links will be there. If you're watching this on YouTube, if you go to the comment section below, all that info will be there. Um, Cam, I think you are probably one of the most inspiring people I know. I love everything that you're doing. I'm really grateful that you provided a platform that makes a lot of people feel good about what they're doing physically. Uh, I love the, the supportive community that you've created. You've definitely put your time and heart into it and I think that everybody could see that. And I'm just super, super grateful that you agreed to be on the show. We so, so appreciate it. And we look forward to staying connected with you and supporting you any way that we can. Thank you. Thank you so much and much love. I really appreciate uh, you having me on your show and doing everything that you do to help evolve human consciousness. So thank you. Oh, that's so, thank you so much. And everybody listening to the show, thank you so much. If you enjoyed the show or if you had some epiphany or some insight that was um you know groundbreaking or not or you just want to share it with a friend definitely share subscribe rate and review that really helps us um and we just honor you and we support you and we're here for you and we radically love all of you thank you so much for listening and we will see you and talk to you next week Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I am so excited to continue to do this. Please share this with your friends. Email us, message us on Instagram at Rosie Acosta or on Twitter at Rosie Acosta. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review. We love doing this, so please help us continue to keep this podcast going. Thanks for listening.